So moving the discussion a little bit towards NFTs and digital collectibles, do you believe that utility is important for digital collectibles? I think the more that something has use, the more valuable it gets. There's, there's no question. Mm-hmm. You have a, like the old Swiss Army knife compared to the one blade pocket knife, right? You right. have Swiss Army knife had more value. You have NFTs that have a backbone of, you know, digital currency. In some cases, it's the reason why people went into NFTs because they were interested in the digital universe or the digital coin at your realm. Other people don't go in because of that exact same reason. They're not they're not comfortable with that with the digital currency. So it does cut both ways. That's one of the challenges you have. So, but I think again, if you're looking at OMI specifically, uh, you know, you have to develop additional usage for it. Otherwise, what do you do with it? Because you know, you know, people people buy that strictly as an investment. They're not buying it because they want to collect homies. They're buying it because yeah. I believe that if you the more that more or you can create a you know a uh, a use for for it, the more valuable it gets. So I think that's where that sits. So you know, what does that mean? Let the boys figure it out. I think the exponential experience is really critical. I think the, pro- the problem, you know, one well, not a problem. But one of the things I keep talking about this all the time. I want to get off this this phone. I want to get off the web. I want to get off the computer. I want to get them into a place where you can have them in your home. You can have them in your living room. You can have them in your bedroom. You can have them any place you want. We are actually actually interfacing with them in real time, and that's not that can be done already. I mean, that can be done already. Display cases we can actually download NFTs into the display case. But I'm talking about even without a display case. Eventually, that's going to happen, and eventually, you know. And then the idea is having your own real collection, as opposed to being just on a phone or a computer. It's really in a room. Now, it's not really, but it looks like it's in the room, right? right? And to me, that would be so cool. I mean, that would be so cool. And then the people that come in without, you know, putting on the headsets or anything else, that's a way away. You know, it's not going to happen tomorrow because you're going to have to probably wear a headset initially. But if you walk into a room and it, there's, oh, there's my favorite, uh, whatever it might be. There's a Tyrannosaurus Rex I just bought. You know, it's, and it's scaled, you know, to where it, it should be. And then also, again, then you can then interface with that environment. You can do all kinds of things with that environment. And I think that's you know where this thing is going to go. I think especially especially Web three, that's where it's going to go. And where you know you walk into a store, but I don't think you walk. But I'm not so sure yet about being an avatar. I mean, I like the idea of you walk into a store because it's you. <laughs> you yeah. walk into a store, and there the store's in your living room or in your backyard, and you do whatever you do in a store, but you're doing it in you know in a environment that is you know. Totally digital, but yet it appears to be, you know, a real time environment. I think I think that's where that's where it's going to go. I'm not sure it's there yet. I'm not sure that you know the the right play pattern is there. I think the only play pattern you can worry about right now is getting it more, you know, getting more play pattern and more interface with the owners and with other people. That's what yeah. you know, get that part of it done. You know, they're building these metaverses, you know, like it's like, you know, you're building, you know, houses. And yet, how many metaverses are you going to go into? I don't know. But you know, it, it strikes me as it's, it's convoluted. It's a little confusing. And that they're charging this huge money to be that going to be next door to Snoop Dogg's metaverse. No, I don't give a shit about Snoop Dogg. So I don't care about that. <laughs> I mean, other people would. But still, ultimately, it's going to be there. And just the question is, what is it going to be? If Disney, you know, Disney... Trademarked Disney parks for the for for the metaverse. 
I can see that. I can see a Disney park that's totally digital, and yet you have it in your, in your you put it up in your backyard, and you're and you're, you're taking and you're playing with it. I can totally see that. Other things, I'm not sure. But right now, I know what we have to do is get out of this phone, get out of the computer. And actually, there's a company I just saw. I mean, they've been around for a little while, but you could put on a VR headset in your car, and you can have a full-on VR experience and play games, and it's a whole interactive experience with your inside your car, but it interacts with the outside environments, which is pretty wild. So it's like a, so it's like augmented reality in some level too. I think it's more just VR entirely. But but going back to AR, what you're saying earlier, I, I love what you're saying about. Because for me personally, I'm excited about AR the most. I love the idea of mixing reality and digital collectibles and just enhancing our reality. Best thing I've seen is Pokemon Go. It drove you, and actually, literally, it drove you. What they did, which was, I didn't even know they did it, they had these gyms, you know, they set up these gyms. Yeah. You know, one of the gyms was my high school. I don't know if that was accidental. It couldn't have been accidental. <laughs> That's so cool. Too many high schools. And I got calls. So they say, yeah, what are you? There's thousands of kids traipsing through the school. <laughs> you do. I said, I had to, I had to, the idea of making it a really consequential experience. And, you know, and eventually, yes, it's going to have to go through a head fit, headset stage. But over time, that'll be reduced, you know, to probably a pair of glasses, you know, mm-hmm. uh, that you, know, you wear like you wear any other glasses. Uh, but that's what I think is this has got to go. But then, it, then that begs the question what are the NFTs? And what, what become what, what are the NFTs? And then that goes to the issue about what your interest is, right? Yeah. So the issue is no one, I think, is going to be able to do every NFT for every interest level that people have. And there's so many variables, and there's so much that people, you know, and I could I put together lists and lists of what you know what could be a great NFT. For a specific individual, for a specific class of trade, and no, no company, and I don't think Vivi can do it either, can can have as many of those and, and do as much of that as you as you want. You have to really identify which which second which segments are really the ones that you're. And of course, Vivi identified the first one, which of course is the one that you know the traditional collectible in you know, space. I mean, what you know, of all the things that you see in Comic Con, that was the original thought. But you know, that that that, that, sh- that shouldn't stop there. It should go on to other. Yeah, incredibly interesting collectibles. I'll give you a crazy story, which again, it's history repeating itself. At one time when I was running my company, we represented some artists, we represented two artists, we represented a guy named Keith Herring, if you remember him, he passed mm-hmm. away. We represented a very famous photographer and he made the most incredible images, one of them with these big lips that he photographed. We got a call, I remember, from Bill Gates' company. Many years, this is going back years and years ago. They wanted the digital rights to those two artists. And their idea was, which was way ahead of its time, they wanted to put a, a theoretically a, a television screen on your wall that looked like a, a frame, an artist frame, and they would load in famous paintings every month. And you paid for that on a monthly basis. So you'd have Picasso one month, you'd have, which was a great idea, which probably somebody's working on today. They were talking about it 30 years ago, 35 years ago. And again, the key element, I, I believe, going forward is things that you really can't get. You really can't get them. And, you know, and that if you have one, it has to be digital because the real one either is one of a kind or it's in a place that it can never be 
relocated, you know, because it's whatever it might be. Going back to what you were saying earlier about, about Pokemon, you know, Pokemon Go specifically, it's incredible how much of an impact that's had around the world. But the one thing that I wanted the most was actually just being able to own these Pokemon with battle. And NFTs will allow that. You know, you're, you can own specific Pokemon that you can you can train over time and they grow. Buy, sell, trade them. Like the NFTs, the technology behind that will allow that to happen. And that is unbelievably exciting. And playing them in AR with people all around the world, that's awesome. That's really, really cool. Well, you have that, you know, look, you look at, um, you know, some of the games that, you know, that are selling a lot of in-house, in, internal, well, not Minecraft. What's that big battle game? Fortnite? Fortnite, of course, yeah. NFTs got to get into the video game side. They will. Yeah. There's going to be a gambling component on this at some point. I don't know where it's coming from. It's a, it's a, it requires a lot of legalities to stop, you know, but you're going to see it. Mm-hmm. You're going to see it. And, um, you know, I don't think it will be involved in it because of the nature of where it'll be. You know, it'll be something that requires tremendous amount of regulation. But, you know, you'll have these casinos. Who thought they'd be there? They thought they're going to have, have, you know, know, sports gambling. Oh, God, no. Sports gambling? Come on. Yeah. Have you seen in Vegas? Oh, you got to be kidding me. You know, that's where the (laughs) height of gambling, we're going to put teams in there. I guess look at those teams. You know, know, playing real well. Look at the stadiums they're building in. The interest in those teams, you know, and that's you know that's where this you know everything comes full circle at some point. Yeah, definitely. What one of the other thing, exciting things we were talking about earlier was the idea of of possibly renting. You know, you own one of one pieces of art that you can put up on your wall in augmented reality. You know, if somebody wants to have a party or an event, they want to showcase that artwork and rent it from you. They can do that through this kind of technology, specifically on Vivi. And you know, I know people who have who love incredible pieces of art from Marvel, like hand-drawn art, and they have parties all the time and host events for their artwork. I mean, recently there was a, a sports card show with the owner of the Arizona Diamondbacks donated his 10.0 graded Mickey Mantle rookie card, which is estimated to be worth $30 million. And he donated it to just temporarily <laughs> to at a card show so people can enjoy it and see it. But that's the kind of utility I think about too for digital collectibles. Yeah, but also you can then have your... You know, even have your actually your, your ownership also. You can have your ownership of that particular copy. So the idea is that you know, the Mickey Mantle card is a really good example. You can have, you know, who knows, five hundred of those, thousands of those. You know, and then cut it off. But then the, the authenticity is, you know, is construed by the original owner, who you know, who knows that it's legitimate because it's got provenance. And then you have one of them. So what's that worth? Or another way to do it. Is you sell a uh, piece of it? You know, you have NFTs that represent that. Yeah, you can fractionalize. Exactly right. And yeah, the NFTs when they're put together, throw out the card. But in the interim, you want a piece of that, and then the whole thing is handled as a as a piece of as almost like a stock. And then mm-hmm. when the underlying card is sold, whatever it's sold for, then anybody who has a piece of it gets a a prerequisite, you know, share of the cut. That's certainly something that is, is happening. Uh, yeah. There are a lot of companies that are selling big pieces of art and they're dividing it up into a ton of different pieces. But yet you own a piece of this art. And mm-hmm. it'd be fun if you had an NFT to go along with it so that you had that piece of art hanging in your living room. And yeah. uh, you also actually physically own the piece of it. So it's actually mm-hmm. had an intrinsic, you know, real value add. So. And that's happening. I mean, I don't know if it's gotten to the NFT side yet, but it's certainly happening in the arts art side. They're selling. Yeah, yeah, like on on Masterworks. If you know Masterworks, yeah, that they're doing like fractionalized art. I've I've done some investing on their platform. You can buy 
you know, Basquiat's and Banksy's. And, you know, if you just want to spend $200 on a piece of one, you can do that. Right. And then you have, of course, you have the, you know, they syndicate horses, right? They syndicate mm-hmm. racehorses. They syndicate yep. mm-hmm. Syndicate everything. So all that certainly has a place maybe inside a digital universe, you know, in terms of where you can display it. And where you, can, you know, but it's a lot of, a lot of work. And a lot of, uh, you know, legality. Speaking of, uh, I guess, legality and regulations. So uh, something that we've been waiting for for a long time, uh, at least from Vivi and from Disney, is to start seeing some utility added to some of the collectibles they've already released, like the golden moments. Like, for example, something we'd love to see is like in-park utility, where if you own potentially the entire golden moment set, then maybe you get a, a park ticket, like a season pass. So we'd love to see utility like that. But, you know, we haven't really seen things like that come come up yet. And I was wondering if, if you had any perspective on why some of these big IPs might be holding back on adding uh, utility to collectibles that they've already released. And is it is it like a regulatory issue that they're concerned about? I'm curious what your perspective on that is. Um, well, you know, you have seen, for instance, if you bought a certain Disney uh, NFT, you've got a free subscription to, to Disney Plus. Right. right. So that theoretically, that's a little bit, that's a little bit, of, you know, that's a gift with purchase type of thing. I, you know, I, I can't give you any, I don't have any inside information on that. And if I did, you know, I would tell you I don't have any information on that, yeah. but, <laughs> but I, I think the I think I think there's a huge amount of concern about the legalities of it. I, I guess I think if people wanted to figure it out, they could, because I've always thought the same way you are. I'm, I'm thinking, what happens if Disney used the NFTs as their as their method of buying everything in their parks, I mean, or crypto or certain currency? I guess not their own cryptocurrency, right? Yeah, Mickey Mouse, Mickey Bucks, or whatever they want to call it, <laughs> and you know and and then, and then what's what is the rationale for that? And what is it? Where does it fall into problems? Well, if you buy a, a ticket to Disney, that ticket is enables you to do certain things, right? Um, if you, if, 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 I don't want to use Disney example. If Company X decided to use a token as their as their entry level position, and that token was usable either for a day or for you know forever or whatever the case may be, I think it's a legal issue. I really do. I think they're afraid of, of getting caught. Looking like they're developing a digital currency, where they, there's still a lot of misunderstanding about what this stuff should be used for and how it gets regulated, et cetera, et cetera. I would love to see it happen, because I'd love to see it happen for us. But I think, you know, again, I don't know for a fact, but I think that there's a lot of issues to be, you know, construed that are not, you know, are not adjudicated yet sufficiently to allow somebody. That has a huge consequence. It's definitely probably not something you want to rush into. I mean, the space is so new; we're figuring it all out. So they're, they're I mean, I'm sure they're thinking about it, but it's definitely, yeah, it's something that they're not like, pushing forward. There's so many ways you can play this, you know. But I was always hopeful that somebody would figure it out, you know, and, and use it in a way that would copy what token is, but have figured out what all the pitfalls are and what all the, you know. Um, problems are that that create a problem in using it regularly. I, I'm not that I'm not smart enough to know. There's so many issues, especially by country too. You know, countries sure. are all right. developing their own laws in regard to NFTs and in regard to cryptocurrency, and you have to you have to also migrate you know all those laws into your own thought process. So yike! But I think what you did on hit on the head. I think, and I don't like to say I don't want to use the term NFTs. Get rid of that term. Digital collectibles. We should have all kinds of promotional opportunities around digital collectibles, like you do with anything else. You know, you buy something, you buy a digital collectible, you get this. You yeah. buy, you get the digital collectible. I think there's a huge opportunity in promotional business and advertising that we haven't even. Right. 
it's, it's, it, it, how many things do you get? How many promotions are there that you see every day where you buy something, you get something else? I think there's a slew of that stuff. And that wouldn't fall into a digital currency room. It's just a swap, right? I think there's something really there. Somebody's going to really latch on to that. You know, like, for instance, we did a Pokemon Go. Instead of dropping Pokemon, you drop Coca-Cola cans. You find a Coca-Cola can, pick up the can, take it to the store, get a free cup of coffee. I know it's being done. I know it's going to happen. That, to me, is really an interesting, you know, compendium about how this works. You know, digital collectibles are going to have to be also promotional vehicles. And that's where the real money is, probably, and besides the value of the digital collectible, which can be interesting. Yeah. And I'm so glad that you brought that up, Al, because for us, the biggest reason why we're such advocates for, specifically like the, the gold moments as an example, it's in connecting that to the Disney Disney parks, adding utility to those collectibles, because it advertises the entire space. You know, people who don't understand Web3, who don't understand NFTs, and if you tell them you own this, you get special perks at the parks or special perks to other events or, or any, anything else that's related to Disney, it's connected to things that, that they already understand they love, which helps them, which eases them into to the Web3 space, which I think is amazing. Right. And I think the other side of it is too, is that there has to be a connection. People are looking for, they always look for a, a deal, right? And these things go back as long as life exists. There's always been companies that give you a deal. And when you think about you know what they were coupons right what were coupons and I remember I mean I mean you're too young but SNH had a green stamp book and you walked into a store and you got green stamps and you filled up your book and you could turn it in for for a prize it's all the same it's just the technology changes but the uh, but the ultimate outcome of it is going to be the same thing right I want experiences I want you to believe that what drives us as a race is one thing that drives us it's status that's it it's not so much money it's status. That's why you have these influencers. And so one of the things that gives you status is showing off what you have. Why do people buy expensive cars? Why do people buy expensive watches? If there was nobody else to show them, to show it to, they wouldn't buy it. So it's the same thing with NFTs. You know, it's the same thing. You you want to show them. And you have to go right and say, look what I got. You know, I got to go, look what I got. If I'm... So I think that ability to show them off, that ability to have other people enjoy them and tell you tell you and tell you how smart you are. You know, <laughs> that's what really people are, you know, looking for. And we and we haven't we haven't been able to deliver that yet. You know, we but I think eventually we will. And and the more you do that, the more that you will consistently be not judging them just on the value intrinsic value, but also on the value they have in terms of helping you increase their status in their social sphere. You know, that's really kind of an interesting, you know, thing. How many times you go to somebody's house? Let me show you something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't whip out their phone, but let me show you an, AT, an NFT. They go, hey, look at this. I got this in, you know, yeah. in the bowels of, you know, wherever the hell they were. <laughs> I, I, I literally I walked into Sean's house last yeah. night and he goes, "Hey, check out this VHS I just bought." Yeah. So Al, I, I've been collecting sealed VHS uh, Academy Award screeners uh, wow. from the yeah. So I've wow. been collecting those pretty yeah. Um, so yesterday Spencer came over and and he and I had to show him all these new Academy Award screeners that I purchased that's, recently. That's, that's 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 fantastic. I think that's the rubber meets the road, so to speak. And the more outrageous we can get the more we will sell.